Okay, podcast. Jörg Delau, how you doing? Pretty good. How about you? Good. I think me and you talked about doing a podcast two years ago, right? Yeah, you when we did the TC up. one. You yeah, was there, right? Well, yeah, like, we need to do one with you, York. <laughs> yeah, you brought it up. I'm not much into it. But uh, you're we'll very, get it going. you're very humble, but you have <laughs> deep history, and me and you have known each other a very long time. And uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. Obviously, you're out here in California for a little. You come out here once a year, right, for yeah, a trip? Try to get out here once a week or uh, once a year, a couple of weeks for vacation and uh, catch up with some old friends. Uh, basically, touch down with Todd Gorbit and Robert Wilde, and then just whoever's around and uh, catch up a little bit. Yeah, always fun. Old Afro Bobby's the. I need to do one with him as well at some point. We did talk about doing one. He's just full on with the track now, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's he's busy in it. They're trying to glue it this week and slurry it, and they got the rain in last week. So uh, yeah, he's busy with that. He's he's trying to get a good track out of there in uh, Bellflower. He's doing a good job there. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. How did it start for you? When did you find BMX? We're on the same kind of timeline, I think. Me and you. Yeah. Um. You know, riding around on the flat bar bikes, getting the fenders off, and uh, eventually breaking all those bike so uh, my grandpa uh, dad uh, my grandpa was like oh we need you to get you a uh, real bmx so he got one a secondhand one and a peugeot cpx 100 oh peugeot with, with star wheels right <laughs> the 12 spoke star wheels did you like like in the early 80s in england before bmx we jumped you know like rally i don't know if you had rally but we had like choppers and rally grifters and then like road racers would put straight bars on them called cow horns Kind of like the Dutch style yeah, bike. Yeah, like with the flat bars, you do yeah. like flat. Did, you obviously, everybody rides bikes in Holland. Did you guys jump, try and jump those things? Yeah, that's yeah, the one that's, that's before, where okay. you the fenders off right. and, and then get the bars. But like the force keep bending and stuff. So my granddad was like, he, he was into bikes a little bit. So he got me new forks every time, but he was trying to get fed up with it. Yeah. So in his neighborhood where he lived, uh, some kid, I had a BMX and he got a new one, so he's trying to sell his old BMX bike. So my granddad was like, yeah, we need to get you that bike. So my parents went over there and I was over there. And of course, with the star wheels, you know, uh, that was the, the thing back then. Same as stuff wheels back here, the, we get the star wheels, the 12 spoke ones. Can you remember getting to the track for the first time? Uh, I can't remember, but it, it was in uh, Nisselrode uh, back then. And that, that was the only track close by so we, we I rode that for in beginning of end of 90 81 and the beginning of 82 and then in the summer of 82 we got a track in Oz where my hometown is mm -hmm. so I started to ride those two tracks like in 82 83s and then on that we, we had the track in Oz for full time so I rode there obviously with the worlds in Holland in 83 huge you know huge event a huge for European BMX obviously Garrett was heavily involved in all that. Do you remember? Did you go watch? Or? I go watch there. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you already. So you guys were, from, you know, knew when that was happening. Yeah, I knew that was happening in '83. So we went. My parents took me there, and I think a buddy of mine. I don't can't remember who went with us. So we went watching there, and uh, we watched it. Like the Hutch team, the American Hutch team was there. And yeah. The, the, the jumping over the the the, the double out of the first turn. Right, it was two Thompson and stuff. Two Thompson and stuff. Yeah. So the American pros were there. So it was kind of really impressive. Did so, it inspire uh, you then, did it? Yeah. I was, was in there riding. We, we built tracks or jumps around the house. You, had, you know, like every neighborhood had their own jumps. And when there was road work going on, we built jumps during the weekend and they plowed them down again on the Monday, but we had fun in the weekend. So next weekend, and so, you know, you sometimes you got some spots that were like just some land laying lay low and then we built some jumps on that and ride it. It's crazy that happened all around the world at the same time. We're all doing the same thing and no, I had yeah. no idea the next guys in the next town, they were doing it. Yeah, same thing. A few thing. miles away, this, they were doing it in the city yeah. and you were doing it in, in Holland. We were doing it in England. You know, the French were doing it. Yeah, and obviously everywhere. it already happened here in America. Uh, it's just crazy that we're all doing the same thing and nobody knew, you know, there was not much communication back then. When did you start getting serious about racing then? You know, nationals, internationals, obviously the next couple of years, right? Yeah, it uh, went off slow because I was doing swimming because my parents want me to do other sports and, uh, you know, they were not into it yet, like the whole weekend or the whole day uh, being from home. So uh, it went slowly off uh, at the track. We did only the local races and they had some inner club races, as it was called, on a Saturday. So, uh, so always one guy was there with the... Uh, pickup or uh, how do you call it a hatch uh, behind the car so uh, a trailer okay and we put all the bikes on there and then some parents were driving so we car full of people yeah and uh, 
the trailer full of bikes and then we went to the races and then we did some races and my parents parents slowly got into it more and more and and then we went to do uh, not nationals but district races we had district races back then so we started out as a junior i got my first license i think in 84 like a national license so mm -hmm. we did in the junior class like the beginner mm -hmm. which had like expert and, and juniors what mm -hmm. was it called back then so i raced that in 84 and then we had like open class as well i think it was 14x started 14x yeah and then it was 14 over 14 over open class so you raced the big guys and all those the experts so that was fun who are some of the guys you raced that anybody had now Bart Young, Paul De Young, they were racing. Because um, they were racers first then, right? Weren't they? Yeah, they yeah. were racers first. Uh, and uh, all, all those guys, Wilco, Wilco Grunendahl. Yeah, he yeah. He was always in my district. Right. So was Wilco already fast then, I'm oh, sure, yeah. He yeah. was always fast. Yeah, he was already expert then. And yeah, yeah. a bunch of people. Had a... Not... Uh, Jürgen van Melis, remember him? Oh, of course, yeah. 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 He, was, he was from my... Tad Lyons remembers him. Yeah. He smoked Tad Lyons at the Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Took so his he crown. Was, he was from, from my uh, town, so we raced a lot. Uh, so you had fast guys and, already. Yeah. The guys were good straight away, I'm sure, yeah. you know. So we had some good. Harald von Os was there. Um, yeah, a bunch of, uh, bunch of guys. That, uh, Danny Hartwig. Okay. Do you remember him? Yeah, I remember the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was there. He was from my town. So we had some, some good guys. So. When did you start um, you know, competing at a good level in nationals in expert? On and off. The first... The championship I rode, I got second behind Wilco Grunendahl. Okay. It was a muddy race. It was crazy. Yeah. Like in the mud. Like is that when you just have one race for the title as yeah, well? One okay. One race for the title with three three mains. Okay. You had to qualify uh, through the districts. Uh -huh. and they took uh, the top eight of, I think, of the, the south of Holland and then top eight of uh, the, the, the top part of Holland. Mm -hmm. And then you had one race. Uh, motos qualifying and then uh, four going through and then you had three motos for the main. That's funny, you got second behind Wilco. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking back last night because I know I was going to, you know, making some notes and stuff. You've always had it hard because the guy, like Wilco, he, yeah. like Wilco went on to be the fastest guy in Europe, you yeah. know, world champion numerous times, you know, obviously Bass and all these Dutch guys, you, you know, even said, you just said Jürgen van Melis, well, he was a bit younger, but Everybody was good, even back then from Holland. Yeah, all guys they would win all the big stuff oh, in yeah, Europe, you know, all the big races, and that, so it's a hard. Even at the nationals, were like mm. uh, Marco Meyers, Gerard yeah. Sente, um, guys that did good in the worlds. Yeah, yeah. Marco Meyers got second behind Townsend in uh, Slough, right? Yeah, and a hole shot it almost. Yeah, he was strong. Yeah. So yeah, so it was already oh, yeah, always good riders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so next couple of years, expert, and you went super class fairly, fairly late, before late eighties, same as me, right? Yeah, late eighties. Eighty nine. Okay. Eighty eight. We did. Uh, I think the Euros were in Slakharen. Okay. So the last. Uh, you were still eighteen and over then, then was yeah, you? Eighteen and over. How did you do? I can't remember. Wilco won. Wilco won. Yeah. I don't. I think I got out in the quarters, the semis. Okay. I'm making mistakes all, all when I was an expert. Yeah. Rookie mistakes and or just and then you decided to faster. And you turned after that then, right? Yeah. So what was some of just before we talk about superclass, who was some of the teams you wrote for in the uh, early eighties? No profile, teams. right? Well you was always in profile, I right? I was in profile but wasn't it wasn't a team but we right. didn't we didn't get anything. We did discount on, on some parts. Yeah. And that's it. I wrote profile a profile before I was on on a team. Okay. So I worked all summer to get my uh, new bike. I got. Yeah, it's a good profile. bike for back then. Yeah. Expensive, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, anything profile and even the 80s was. Yeah. Was... No, it's good. I wrote that, I think, for three, four years. Still have the frame. It's cracked, though, but. Yeah. Oh, you still have it, do you? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then you went super class. I've got a picture of me and you racing. It was probably been the first time we raced. Obviously, I knew you was. Uh, it would have been 89. I turned at the end of 88 after the Europeans. I went to a race, an indoor race. I meant to show you, I'll, I'll post the picture with, with the interview. There's an indoor race in Belgium on like a sports center floor oh. with some kind of wooden jumps. And I've, oh, got a, I've got a picture of me and you, you yeah. on cruiser and I got second. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
I've got that picture. We're going around the turn. I'll, I'll post yeah. it. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh -huh. Use on CT Holland. Your CT Holland. Yeah. 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 That, that was a personal sponsor. They did uh -huh. a transportation company. Right. So they just helped me out a little bit. So they got me the gear and the helmet. And yeah, it was cool. Yeah. That was in Houthalle, Belgium. Yes, that was it. Because yeah. we would always come out in the winter and race stuff in Belgium and, and Holland. You know, yeah. we'd always jump in a van, a bunch of us, and come and do it. And I remember that. Yeah, the, the Belgium one. Yeah, we had always some indoors racing going on in Holland. Yeah. And then Lee Warden. And then Lee Warden was always there. Yeah. So we raced a lot even back then. And then you kind of, GPR, right? Was yep. that, that next thing? GPR was the next thing. They, they start making plates already like in 88, I think. Yeah. Some, uh, some cool plates you started to make. Uh, first all sticker. Right. Cut them out, a lot of work, and then you start printing them. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got uh, we got some good, that, that was basically the team we're on. He, he provided us with jerseys and some parts he got here and there. It started out small with plates and stuff like that. But so. you guys always stood out. You had nice uniforms yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he was good at printing yeah. that and designing. That was Christian, so, Christian, right? Christian, yeah. That went on to do one bicycles. Yeah. It's the same guy. Yeah, and his son yeah. still races, right? Wasn't his son in Elite a couple of years uh, ago? Uh, no, that's the son of Aryan. Okay, but yeah, the same racing, brother. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. Brother. yeah. Brother, he is races. he still racing, the, the son? Uh, I think he's racing, but he got injured, so I don't know how he's doing right now. And, right. But yeah, he's, he's fast. But yeah, you had a you had a, a a good team, and yeah, you guys always looked kind of factory, and you had the team van and stuff. It's yeah. kind of before most people did, you know. Yeah. So I, I remember that. What was uh, result wise then? Obviously, Europe was really hard. How was you doing in Holland? Was probably super tough as well, right? Super class. Super tough. Yeah, super super class because the guys who were winning super class races were the Dutch guys, basically yeah, yeah. The French, a couple of English. So yeah, um, I think I got uh, fourth and sixth. Around you know always top top eight try to get top eight in yeah. uh, in the in the, the final results. Oh, it's hard to even do that. Yeah, you know, I was kind of king of uh, B mains. <laughs> B fans were a big deal, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they? they really were. Yeah, <laughs> still had to race the B the B main the yeah. B final. So even yeah. in super cruiser had a B final, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was crazy because you raced. That's why I start racing cruiser because. There's only uh, one day of racing cruiser, and on a Saturday was cruiser racing, and yeah. on a Sunday was 20 inch. Yes, that was so it. I'm like, well, I might as well race cruiser. Cause and everybody pretty much, I think Wilco was the only only guy that didn't do yeah. cruiser, but cruiser was just as hard as 20 inch. It was the same, basically. Yeah. yeah. Except one or two two guys maybe didn't race cruiser, but everybody else raced cruiser. Yeah, no, that was super tough. Yeah, no, I European Superclass, I still think it was, you know, you hear every, every year, oh, it's the hardest it's been, it's the hardest it's been. Obviously, the riders are better now and more advanced. Stuff. Yeah. But depth-wise, it was still deep even back then, wasn't it? To oh, make yeah. a European final and to be one-eighths, you know, to, to go through one-eighths to quarters, semis, and mains. So, yeah, I was in a lot of B finals back yeah. then as well. <laughs> it was not easy to make, make the A final. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the monumental time for me, and, and um, you was on that same trip, was our first trip to the U.S. when Garrett Dose bought us all out 20 30 europeans they bought a couple of guys from each country a few more dutch obviously uh but that was our first trip to we went to florida yeah. and then it was called the university of bmx and then we finished it off by going to the christmas classic and for me i spoke about it a lot of times before but it was just magical amazing yeah, loved it it was just brilliant two weeks best two weeks of my life um how was that trip for you oh it, it was good it, it was the second time for me to the u.s because i raced the uh, 87 uh, oh, worlds. worlds yeah yeah but uh that trip was yeah it was amazing with the dutch guys uh, you guys were on there uh, we had some french guys yeah Levesque was so, there yeah yeah it was so, bass it was it was uh, Even in our training group, they, it was hard. It was yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then yeah. I, I think it was the re the first really training camp that yeah. I had no real training we did with, with Garrett and stuff like that. That was the first time I'd done sprints. Yeah, I'd so never so. even done sprints before. <laughs> and I, I don't know who's got the video, but the video's out there. I've seen it. And I, I, maybe Garrett's got it somewhere, but I watched a video of that camp and we're out in Orlando when we're out in the, you know, yeah, in the in street the park, there yeah. doing sprints. And I'm like, this, what, what are we doing? What is this? You know, and like, but like, <laughs> Levesque and that had already been doing it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I realize like, this guy's so fast now, but that was kind of eye-opening for me and you guys yeah. destroying all of us, you know? Oh yeah, it was hard. I, yeah. I did a few sprints before, but I didn't have a regular training schedule back then. The only thing we did was riding on, on the track basically and go to the gym. But right. I think only a few people knew really what they were doing. Yeah, like then, Bass, he was yeah. already ahead of the game, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, was there. And Wilco. Yeah. Wilco wasn't on that doing. trip, but he was obviously, his first rate was unbelievable. Oh, so yeah, he was out of the gate and his first rate is mm -hmm. amazing. What, um, how did you do in uh, Christmas Classic that year then? So you'd have been in Super Class with us, right? Yeah, I've seen you in some of the pictures. You made yeah. a couple of mains, did you? 
I don't think so. No? Maybe semi or so. Right. I got, my first rate was all right at the gate and then at the bottom, but you know, I, was, I wasn't ra used to race all those guys. So, but we raced it, but yeah. It was still a great trip though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, the trip was great. I don't know. I didn't, don't think I made made any main there. Maybe semi or so. Right. I look back at it, but I'm not too good at the, the results back then. Yeah. Well, still, okay. So then you went back to Europe and then I guess we, we all did the European thing for the next you know, early nineties into the, well, I guess we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take it to, to, to the mid nineties where you move into the GT stuff. Um, so how did the next five years go for you in the nineties? What did you, um, um I, I was still going to school, getting my dead. You always did degree. school, yeah, didn't you? I went to school, bachelor yeah. uh, degree in electrical science. So mm -hmm. I raced, um, a couple of years. We did, uh, 91, we had Norway. I got third on Cruiser. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's at, good, at yeah. Main. We had, uh, I got Le fifth. Levesque was in there, yeah. and uh, Bath was there. And Rob Bolton got, got second, second. I yeah. got third, so we had an all-Dutch podium. There. I remember now, yes. So that was good. Um, 20 inch, I got, I made a mistake out of this, what is the second turn? I should have moved around, but I stayed on the inside, so I got passed on the last turn because I didn't have enough speed. Who passed you, you remember? Uh, Marcus Roots. Oh, he made, it, he made it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Swiss guy. He, he bumped me on the inside. Oh, of the man, so yeah. Like, I forgot uh, about Roots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was there. Um, so that was a good trip. Uh, 90... Brazil, wasn't it? Did Brazil. You go, did you go there? No, I was got injured. We had the finals in Italy. Right. Back then, I made the main, and I slipped my pedal over the first jump there, the roller, and got... Underneath that, I wasn't there, I was injured, pedal. but that was a crazy main one. It like yeah. a few guys flipped the gate, Bass and Wilco and yeah. Jamie won, didn't he? Jamie yeah, Staff. I think so. And I, I, on the first raid, I, I slipped my pedal on the first jump, I think it was a roller. Uh -huh. I got tucked underneath my uh, pedal and I broke two of the, I looked up what, how, how it was called, but Harry, the, the small bones in your feet. Oh, really? Yeah. So you was out for a while? I was out. Like, I got a cast. and I went to the hospital there, and the guy was saying, can you stand on it? Like, yeah, I can stand on it, and it's not broken. Right. Like, you know, BMX, we're standing on it anyway, even if it doesn't hurt or not. So when we drove back, because we, we were always, like, in the, in the trailer, my parents uh, had the, the, the camping. Friend, yeah, you know, Dutch loved to, camp. I mean, we like to camp, but you guys really love to yeah. camp. It's <laughs> oh, too expensive to do anything Yeah, else, yeah. So, yeah. you know, no budget, no nothing. So my parents... Yeah, they paid for everything and all the entry fees and well if if, if i made the money I'd, you know just yeah you know, the entry fees back and stuff like that so yeah i think i think that was a, a huge part of the european scene back then was camping, camping it was so out. fun you guys were camping camping yeah, yeah. Camping. <laughs> <laughs> it was always fun because everyone would just hang out all the time we yeah right right around at night yeah and do stuff going to town and, yeah uh, i loved all that it, yeah. it was it was magical um, That's good. So yeah, so I, I missed uh, the '92 Worlds in, in uh, Brazil. They were yeah, yeah, I got the, taken and everything, but you know I could never got to go. Care, so I had to cancel that trip. But then the following year was in in Holland. In Holland, scandal, yeah, yeah, scandal. It was a scandal, wasn't it? Mud. It was mud. rained all week. They rained. They couldn't do nothing about it. It's so much rain uh, back then. So yeah, no, I, I I got injured that year in the beginning of the year. Hurt my knee, so I was out for I don't know a couple of weeks or a month, mm -hmm. a month and a half. So missed basically did the first European round, crashed there, got hurt, and then basically missed uh, all the other races and still the finals with Marsta in Sweden. Sweden, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we went there like with the the sensors on the gate. Remember that, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they all drop different? <laughs> yeah, they didn't they? Different yeah, yeah. And, and like, if somebody jumped the gate or yeah, something, the, the, the buzzer would go. The buzzer would go. And every, it was buzzing all yeah. the time, wasn't it? <laughs> so the light I forgot it. Oh, I'm full flash <laughs> flashbacks now. Yeah. On top of the on top of the gate. So yeah, I think I made the B main. Oh, I think TL posted that one when he's doing. The okay, yeah, that, he milks that one, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He milks that one. Out <laughs> doing the backflip. So yeah, I won that B B final, and then we went back on to Skynel for the world right yeah so yeah that was crazy you were, you guys were camping out there in a tent we were there all like week yeah, yeah i was wet through every day yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I remember you guys came over to watch some videos one afternoon just right like taking you guys out so yeah how did the drag there it was still a we went to your house right yeah that was it yeah, i do remember now um that that was wet and miserable, but it was still a fun week. Yeah. You know? It was good. They tried their best. You know, they built a separate track for that. And we raced the pre-worlds on the track yeah, right next on, to it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was the normal track. Yeah. They built a track, especially for the worlds. Yeah. I think that was the first one with a big starting hill. I right? did two pre-worlds, I think, the week before. There was two races. 
I seemed, I definitely raced that one. I think I did another one as yeah, well. Might I did. be. There's a, there was a bunch of tracks. Within, yeah. Within, you know, Holland is so small. In, in that area, within half an hour, you can hit like seven, eight tracks. Right. Yeah, that's why it's always been yeah. been good there. I've always enjoyed going there because you can do yeah. so much. It's, uh -huh. it's like like England, but even smaller. So you can get a lot covered, can't yeah, you? Yeah, a lot of covered, yeah. Do you, you know, you got in the, did you get second in cruiser? Third. Third. Uh, third, yeah. Okay. Uh, Levesque won, I think. Rob Bilton got second. That was and it. I got third. I was in second and Rob uh, passed me on the okay. uh, third straight. Almost the same podium as the year before then, or two yeah. years before. Yeah. yeah, close. Yeah. But Levesque, in, I guess Bass instead of Levesque, but second and third, yeah. you guys. Yeah, same, same guy, so. Yeah. Um, following year 94 would have been Waterford Oaks Waterford did Oaks did you go there yeah I got there uh, that's the year I decided I had to finish school right because it was the last year like with funding and stuff for school uh -huh. so I, I normally you, you're supposed to do it in four years uh, and I did in kind of four and a half mm -hmm. so I needed to finish so I didn't have the time to uh, do all the race so I decided to go back to expert oh that's where the winning streak started then right oh, I don't Oh, uh, you're too humble. There, so you won Cruiser there, right? <laughs> I won Cruiser in, in Waterford Oaks, and it was 17 or 18 plus. Who did expert. you race with? Uh, Daniel Sprague, Roy van Leeuw. Oh, you beat all those guys? Uh, no, oh no, I did. I won Cruiser. Yeah, yeah, but you were still in that class, though, yeah, 20, because it was just one big yeah, class, wasn't it? One big class. Yeah. So I raced that. Um, so that was good. Roy van Leeuw won, right? Is that no? He won. He won. Uh, Roy van Leeuw won Norway. Norway, yeah. No, so he would. Everybody crashed in that 18 over me yeah. though. Yeah, I think it was the French guy that won, right? Tricard, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Tricard, I think Tricard won. Tricard Yeah, they were on Sun and that was it, they yeah. were on uh, uh, GPR Hyper. That was it, yes. Year. So yeah. But so you won Cruiser? I won Cruiser. Who was in that? In 25, that, 29 that was. Who was in that main? Uh, Ariane van der Gunendal, uh -huh. um, Bill Madden. Okay. And some, some guys from, uh, I think, uh, Medina. Okay. German Medina. Oh, German. There. Yeah. And you was riding for Bill Grad then, right? No, that's the two years later. Still okay. riding on uh, for GPR. Okay. The hyper. Right. The hyper GPR. Okay, that was it. It turned yeah. to hyper, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, with Dennis Wissink and all yeah. that guys. Yeah. And so that was the first year we were on hyper mm -hmm. uh, with GPR, and then the next year we were fully on hyper, kind of. Yeah. Through GPR, so. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of did that for the next couple of years, really, right? You went on a kind um, of a streak, winning the Europeans and Worlds every year, yeah, right? Ninety four, and I, I thought. Uh, you know, finish school, I have to go to work, so I'm going to quit anyway. Yeah. So I only raced Cruiser in 95. Yeah. Uh, no 20 inch no more. And I was like, all right, this, this is it, you know. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll finish it off. And um, didn't defend my world title because it was in Colombia and no one really was going. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. you know, forget it. And then the end of 95, I think, uh, start talked to Garrett. And he said he was uh, starting up the World Cup race. Right. Yeah. And he was looking for someone to do the timing stuff. Right. You know, a little bit with technical background and stuff like that. So I got involved uh, in that. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that then. That's obviously the, the start of the, the UCI World Cup as we know it now. You know, Gary Dose, obviously the godfather of European BMX. He was the, the forefront of that. And uh, yeah, so you, like say, you, you, you helped with the, and it was kind of advanced for the time, weren't it? Yeah, with we transponders had, yeah, and we had timing AMB, and TV, like, Eurosport. Yeah, we got Eurosport in yeah. there. We had the timers. Uh, they were from A and B. They were used on the uh, go-karts. Yeah. So we made brackets and stuff to fit on the bikes. I remember that. All the uh, some testing with the time we did races in his backyard, just on the table, like you just know, to practice crossing uh, all the transponders, uh, transponders on the over the the line and stuff. So the timing went on, and then uh, a guy from Jeroen Vrijdag, uh, he knew someone. He was the UCI guy at the time. He was the UCI coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So Jerome, we, or you? Uh, there was two brothers, right? Yeah, uh, Jeroen. Right, Louis Friday. Louis Friday was Louis. the president. Okay. Louis was the president. And Jerome did the and kind of did the, BMX, the races and stuff. Uh, stuff so um so we had a program like uh your racing program and we um connected to the timing so the all the timing was automatically for scoring for the first two so you knew or the first four so you got all the the next races you know from the motors to the uh, qualifiers and to the main it was automatic autom and the big scoreboard right big you scoreboard, could kind of check yeah, it out couldn't you what's going on what's going on yeah with the transponder so there was interaction with the tv and and so we we did that. I think we the first one we did was Brighton. Brighton was a test, yeah, ninety five end of the event. season, yeah. yeah. So that's when I got involved, and we worked it with Eddie Postuma as well. Okay, he was the uh, rest in manager. peace, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. 
A nice guy he was. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Yeah. So I think and that went on to 95, 96. We did Venezuela. We did uh, Ohio races. Okay, Venezuela, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a fun little trip, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Long time to get there, then. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we had to hop on a couple of planes to get there. Yeah. Uh, Can you remember that World Cup in Venezuela when the gate broke down? And they're like, okay, guys, we're going to be done for a while. So we went and had lunch, like, nearby the track. <laughs> and we was still looking down while I was eating lunch at the track and we saw some tractor pull up the gate. They put the whole gate on the tractor and then the gate took yeah. off. <laughs> like, we're like, what, is I, it gonna come back? Yeah, uh, I wasn't there because we were trying to get all the, the, the timing still set up, but Eddie mm. went uh, with those guys and they went to a shed or a bar, barn. <laughs> yeah, right. They welded the gate up there. Right, and brought it back. Brought it back and we pour uh, buckets of concrete, right. like two or three, and then wired up the end of the gates right. to the bucket, so it was and it had any uh, stronghold, so you could hold eight guys, right? Because otherwise it would just tip over, because it wasn't poured in; it was just laying on top of uh, on top of the dirt, so, right? So it was fun times there. God, it was so like, even though it was like mid nineties, I mean, going there it was like third worldish, you know, oh, for BMX yeah. at for least, BMX, you know, yeah. there was guys literally, I think, in flip flops in some of my races, but fast. Yeah, you know and all the, the first South Americans that. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was there, there was a lot of good. And I, was it Jacques Gonzalez? Was he the top guy from Venezuela? I think. So. He was a bit younger, but he yeah, was good. He, was he came out to the U.S. I, I think he was from Venezuela, but he was definitely good. Um, yeah, no, good time. So tell us a little bit more about the World Cup then. So then it was. They had a round at the Christmas Classic, right? Yeah, we had a round at the Christmas. I think it started in Brighton. That was the, then Christmas the Classic. Race. Then we yeah. went to the Christmas Classic. Um, so obviously, when I was there, I raced cruiser. So we, yeah, uh, we raced there, and I think we did the training camp before we, in Orlando. So we did another well. University yeah. of BMX number two. Then yeah. wanted it, yeah, or maybe well, they've done a couple. I think maybe a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Garrett was organizing that trip and, and ending up at the Christmas at Classic. The Christmas Classic, and that year we did the uh, the World Cup there as well. Yeah. So, so I, I remember think that was on the Friday. Yes, uh, it was the first or day. On the first day, because it's always with Christmas, so it's not during the weekend. Yes. So yeah, we did the the World Cup there. Um, raced that had some issues there because we had uh, the voltage difference, so we had to figure some stuff right <laughs> to get the timing stuff ready, and and so we got we had to get some new transformers uh, to get it working there. But it all worked out good and. Yeah, I think it was good racing there. I think Randy Stumphauser and Robert Wild did good there. That was kind of when Stumpy turned pro, I think, that yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. They were still junior, those, those two yeah. guys, right? Yeah, Yeah. so they raced junior. You had two classes, junior and, uh, and the elite yes. racing there So for the World Cup. And then it went, after Venezuela, it went to Orlando, right? Am I right? Yeah, we had one... One in Orlando. One in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, so I, it came out early, did because you yeah, always did the, the Christmas classic. Christmas, the, the Christmas no, the, uh, classic, the Easter the classic, Easter classic, and, yes. and uh, Orlando, the Gator National, or one of mm -hmm. those, those two races. So I came out a week earlier, raced that one, and then uh, that was '96, and that's when I got on casting. Okay, because uh, Garrett and Bill talked at the Christmas classic, and he was looking for someone, and uh, that's around the time that. Christian started one bikes uh -huh. and he was trying to get move around people and yeah and yeah well it's good for you because you you come out and do some races in the US yeah. didn't it so, so, so it worked out I, good for you worked for him and then we got out so I did the, the Gator uh, National then we did the the Easter mm -hmm. I did the World Cup there as well yeah uh, and then uh, I got back to the Grants uh -huh. NBL Grants Okay, yeah, yeah well, that's, and that's where you kind of met the GT guys, right? Yeah, uh, no, a little bit later, Yeah, because uh, that was after the Worlds were uh, late that year because of the Olympics or something like that, because right. it was like in late August or September. I don't remember now. Because it was later. Yeah. So, uh, and, and then Garrett was, uh, they were already doing the Webco, uh, the Webco thing. Well, there was two teams then. There was Nico was doing Webco yeah. and, and Garrett was doing GT. GT but then Garrett after 96 Worlds in Brighton, that's when Garrett retired, right? Yeah, we and you kind of. GT yeah. And went over to Nico to run full time the, the Webco team. Mm -hmm. And then they were looking for someone to run the, the European GT team. And obviously, working together with Garrett at the World Cup. Yeah. He kind of got to know me a little bit better. And he, I think he advised Bart. Right. So Bart de Jong was like the, the team manager for freestyle, right? Yeah, he was doing all the freestyle stuff and stuff, and I think the, all the communication with the US over the BMX stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. BMX stuff. And there was a guy in Europe at the time, John Holcomb. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore either. He was taking care of all that. He was like the main US yeah, guy to handle him. He yeah. was the boss of yeah. GT Europe. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I, I met John through doing the team with 
Garrett. And then obviously, yeah, when you came in then, um, when Garrett retired at Brighton. So how was doing the GT team? How was dealing with all us people and stuff? And, uh, and did you enjoy it? And yeah, some of the guys and was, girls on the team, maybe? Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, obviously, Bart, because uh, it was a transition, Bart already took care of the rider for the next year. And then yeah. I think you, uh, you were involved a little bit in that. Yeah. And uh, we got all the parts. So that was the hard part, the, the first the first year, or not the hard part, but you know, getting into it. And, yeah. And, you know, at the end of the year, normally everything is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that, and with uh, oh, the end of the year in '96, we went another World Cup in uh, at the Holland. Christmas Classic. Okay, oh, yeah, 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 we had Holland in Valkenswaard. Yeah. Valkenswaard, yeah. So it was in our World Cup racing, so we did that, and at the end of the year, we had another one in uh, Ohio. Okay. And we did another training camp there. Yeah. First Orlando, and that's where I got all the GT stuff and the bikes. Yeah. So I raced the Christmas Classic on GT there, uh-huh. and that's where I got to know the little bit of the the GT guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they knew I was taking over uh, the team, and there went on. We did um, some races there uh, back then. Brought out Robert De Wilde uh, a couple of times. Yeah, he probably shocked a lot of people when he first came out. Yeah. Obviously, he was he'd already won the worlds in Holland, but nobody knew who he was when he won the worlds in Holland. But he beat in Healy, yeah. which was eye opening and for a lot of people. And then obviously when Robert started coming out here, he raced super class and or what you know junior, but obviously he was right up there straight away. Yeah, he was straight away up there. Yeah. I think he had to race maybe B Pro or one first super one class. I think super yeah, class, yeah. I, think. I don't know what it's called B Pro or super class. Yeah. Then. So we raced that. So we came out uh, for the Easter uh, mm-hmm. Classic and then the Orlando races again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the we full time on GT. And then obviously because I was winning the mm. cruiser class, bringing points for the team. Yeah. Uh, it was easy for, for them to bring me out for a few. Yeah, races, yeah. So. I think that TC realized that you're an instant win every time you you raced out here and did that. How was uh, running the the team in Europe? What was the uh, yeah? What, how was how was all that? Well, it's kind of hard. You know, you didn't have uh, all the the internet yet. It's coming up so you're calling people faxing people and uh, you said, to... Gary used to send newsletters which were pretty yeah. cool I've still got a lot of them <laughs> like, right, like yeah. updates and stuff really ahead of the time really uh-huh. yeah yeah he was, he was good at that so. yeah no I try to work with everybody and and you know get the get the parts get the stuff and then uh, yeah obviously try to work with with each other on, on the at the races but it was very professional team everybody looked good everybody had bikes and the you know I mean, it was the same look as the US team yeah. wasn't it you yeah. know a little bit of budget things. for yeah, everybody little, and yeah so. some travel and stuff no I think it was a good team and we won we won some I think we always battled with Sun for the European yeah, Championship, the European team. championship team. team and yeah. then sometimes at the Worlds as well didn't yeah. it and yeah, the Worlds yeah basically Garrett always run the European team separate and the US team at the Worlds mm-hmm. but once we start doing it and you we're like kind of integrated. realizing instead we yeah. can bell each other we just need to combine it and yeah. just get it out there I don't know how many world titles did GT win a lot right we won a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure TC knows more. Yeah, yeah. We, we, they won in '96. Yeah. Um, we won in '94. The European the, team. Yeah, you, the won, won in America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was a okay. yeah, which was really. Yeah, I think Garrett was really happy with that one. Yeah, he was happy with that one. Yeah, uh, he got a lot of recognition uh, about that and through that. Mm-hmm. And then in '96, uh, GT won again in in Brighton, mm-hmm. like with a com- combined combination team. Yeah. And then '97 was. Canada. Canada. Don't know if we won there or not. Can't remember. But it was always first or second oh, yeah, one to it was GT or Sun one to yeah. it was mm-hmm. it was it was like that. Um and then that kind of eased your way into like I said T C kind of worked it out. You know, T C for the ones that listen and don't know was a GT US team manager. We did do a podcast with them if you wanna flick through the archives. Definitely worth a listen on some of the GT stuff. But anyway, GT's TC saw that you was good, so you started coming out and, and kind of helping him doing the team in the US as well, didn't you? So yeah, t- little talk a little bit team. about that, yeah. Uh, a little bit with the team. Uh, obviously, he, he uh, raced, uh, he took care of the riders here, but I helped him out at the races when I was, uh, mm-hmm. was here. Uh, always came out in, uh, with, during Christmas, taking care and getting all the stuff for the European team, so that was easier. Someone was here putting in all the orders and getting uh, mm-hmm. all, everything ready for, to be shipped out to Europe. Mm-hmm. And then grabbing all uh, you know extra stuff like the banners and stickers that you normally don't get, so we got yeah yeah those things in 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 Europe, um, yeah, and then obviously racing the the MBL Christmas Classic, and then started racing a little a few ABA races. Mm-hmm. So we you know battled with with Barry, right, Barry? Um, Barry Nielsen. Barry Nielsen, we like who was on GT as well then. Yeah. So how was that little rivalry? 
Um, for me, it was right. Normal, just because Barry had never really been beat, had he? No, he'd like he dominated out here, and then you yeah. came and you're on the same team, and you guys gave him a little. You guys had a little back and forth, didn't you? A little, little bell here and there. Yeah, obviously he was he was uh, racing twenty inch most of the time, and right. I only because the races took so long and the ABA, and you transfer out after the first moto and yeah. you sit, sit around. So they're like, you don't want to race twenty inch. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a try again. So it's been a couple of years since I raced twenty inch. Yeah. So I only raced twenty inch here at the ABA and MBL races because. I always had to fix up my bike because it was right. in the trailer and it was used for spare parts by everybody. People stealing parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, I did that. And, yeah, no, I, I didn't really have a, a rivalry with Barry. We just raced. And uh, mm -hmm. I think he sometimes he raced older because uh, when we getting close to 30, because I think ABA was 25, 30 or 26. 28 and over or something, like, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. And then 28 and over was an expert, so we always battled on, on the on the 20 inch. Yeah. So we had some good some good races on the 20 inch, yeah. Yeah. And a few on the cruiser. Yeah, that's cool. So what happened after GT then? Did you kind of sign and slow it down and get a bit more into coaching and stuff? Uh, a little bit, yeah, of course. Like, you know, in, in 2001, uh, they filed for uh, bankruptcy. Okay, yes. GT. Yeah. So that's when the, the team, at least the European team, disappeared in 2000 because by the end of 2000, they didn't have any uh, any budget more for mm -hmm. uh, 2001. Mm -hmm. So there was no European team no more in, mm -hmm. in 2001. Um, I still, because of my connections with TC and stuff, I, I raced a couple of races in... in uh, US. US, like in still in January, right? Like Reno, and after that, uh, there was no budget, and I only came out for the worlds, like yeah. in um, Argentina. Kentucky. Okay, Kentucky, yeah. Argentina was Ar 2000. Okay, that was it, yeah. yeah. Kentucky is after you, right. So, and then after that, uh, I went on summer tour because there was the Vans Triple Crown races were going okay. on back, back, back then. So, there was one in what's it called? The, the Wisconsin. Uh, no, oh, Woodward. Woodward. The first one, yeah. Yeah, Woodward uh, East. Mm hmm. So we went to that uh, after Kentucky. So we did like summer tour and did some ABA races and ended up uh, at Woodward yes. and, uh, in New, Year New Jersey, finishing with my sister who lives there. Yeah. And I flew back. So I was on the road for about four weeks after. Uh, so cool though, right? Yeah, that cool. was good cool. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good, good, good events and stuff. Yeah, I think, because I think the week before the Woodward race, we were somewhere back east, South Park or somewhere, I think. And because I remember we drove from somewhere straight to Woodward. So it was like Evansville maybe or South Park and then yeah, over to there. But we was on the road for a little bit as well yeah. during during that yeah. period. And so, so after GT then it kind of, yeah, a little bit of racing and then you just kind of got back to normal life, right? We got, got back to normal life like in 2002. Um, didn't do really much. Like basically my career, uh, I quit racing in uh, the end of 2001 mm -hmm. uh, when GT uh, ended up. Uh, I even got a call by TJ Johnson if I wanted to do the race for stats. All right. But You're, it didn't work out with work and stuff because I already committed to They had a pretty big team as well. They had a pretty big team. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and he knew that, you know, I was... Guaranteed a, a win. Guaranteed win. <laughs> <laughs> so he tried to get me out there and, and fortunately that didn't happen. So, and that basically, so that was the last year uh, of racing. Like basically the world and I think Land of Oaks was ABA race. Um, I don't remember national. That, that yeah. was, I think, the, the last race, and then I raced the national in Holland, and that that was basically it for my uh, racing yeah. career. And then two thousand two, didn't do too much. Uh, start to help out. The, then switching a little bit with with training and the team they had, Schijf, mm -hmm. with Teunstam and uh, Ewoudstam. I mean, Dennis was another under underestimated rider. Yeah. He was. He won the Euros on cruiser a few times. Yeah. He won the Worlds in ninety mm three. -hmm. In amateur. In uh, amateur. Yeah. And then cruiser nineteen twenty nine because that's. But it was basically elite cruiser one. It was elite. The, yeah, the yeah. Only that was elite cruiser because there was no other. Yeah, because I remember racing class. you and Brian. I yeah. think yeah. in cruiser. Yeah, I had yeah. to. This yeah. was nineteen twenty nine. So yeah. in Europe and the Worlds, as long as you were in that age group. Yeah, you you're all together. Cruiser. Yeah. So yeah, no, he was good. Dennis was good. Yeah, he was a good, good rider. He was so, a nice guy. Yeah. So, and then in 2003, I started uh, getting involved in, in coaching and training a little bit more. Um, I got my first certificate in training in 96, I think. Oh, wow. So, already in the, Early, the yeah. Federation, yeah. And then did a lot of uh, training at the club uh -huh. back in, in, in my town, Oz. Uh, or we did the club training one But one even day. in the 80s, this is something to hit on. You guys were so professional. Even I went to, I was friends with Mark Van Drill, who was mm -hmm. about your age. We raced, is, uh, raced in the 80s, really good rider. He got second behind Eric Carter yeah. at the Worlds in Slough. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, I went to stay with him a few times in Holland, and I remember going to the local track with him, and it was so regimented, even for the 80s. Yeah. It was like, we couldn't just like hop on the, like, you gotta, no, no, you gotta no. run around and do warm-ups, yeah. then stretch it, everybody was in the middle of the track stretching. I'm like, what the? Uh, but was, looking back, they were so it, it, ahead of its time. It, it's, and it's yeah. still like that. Mm. You know, it's not like here, then you go to the track and you write, do your own thing, and then- So it's still like that, It's still like that. You I don't, mean, you can't just jump on the gate and start banging out gates. Nope. Wow. They, they got some free practices, but normally it's like always organized uh, practice. And there's a coach at every track. Now, does that coach make money? Yeah. It's like paid by the club, whatever? Mm. Yeah. Sometimes they do, sometimes they're not. Yeah. I, I do still do it uh, in Erp. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you get paid for it, but it's not. Yeah. Can't make a living out of that. Still, you can see why the Dutch have always been so good. Yeah, it's you always know? a mm. regulated uh, practice. Yeah. So we do stuff the same, uh, you know, we do an hour and 15 minutes, so we do warm up, uh, we do some work on the track, some technique, and then we do some gates, and then different uh, time in the winter time, we do obviously a little bit more uh, stamina. How long are you at the track then, per session? Uh, an hour and 15. Oh, that's not bad. No. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's an hour, because what they try to do is they have uh, three groups, yeah, uh, like the beginners, the, the young kids, they get helped out by some volunteers. And yeah, do that for an hour and then transfer over to the fourteen up to fourteen years old, and then the older guys come in in in, in last. So yeah, so I'm kind of regulated. I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, but it's kind of fun. Um, so even current times and how 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 the obviously the training has gone to a whole nother level now with the Olympics and the funding in Holland. I, you know, like most tracks in Europe, every time I see anything from Holland, it looks. The track's just immaculate, looks like professional and, you know, so, so how is it now with all that stuff in Holland? And obviously um, you guys just pumping out wins and champions, obviously with Kinman and then Smolders to, yeah. and <laughs> you can you just carry on listing yeah. people that win stuff, you yeah. know? I'm not involved with, it, with any of those, but, but yeah, they're, they're doing a really good job. Yeah. Uh, working their way through and uh, the Smolders are doing their own, their own thing, mm -hmm. especially with TV and uh, running their own. And that's pretty big finance, obviously that team, yeah. right? What is be. TV? Uh, TV is a clothing company. Okay. They, they do uh, banners, clothing. And, and they finance uh, all that team? Uh, with, with some other sponsors. Right? Yeah, Mateo, yeah. Uh, he's, an, uh, he's, he's an old BMX guy that doing support a lot. That does a lot of support. Mm -hmm. uh, gives a lot of uh, support for them. Uh, but I'm not... I'm not into that, so I don't know all the details. No. Right there, so, uh, and the clubs are all healthy, like the, the tracks, a lot of people are every track locally and stuff? It, yeah, I wouldn't say healthy, but some, uh, because they were located a lot of times uh, in different spots that were developed like uh, with in, uh, industrial stuff or uh, commercial warehouses and stuff like that, they got moved and the cities try to get everything in the same park. <coughs> mm -hmm. So they, uh, a lot of cities, they, they, give them some money to get the track going, but afterwards it still has to be run by all the Okay, I didn't know if there's like, in England, they've got all this crazy funding for, no. it's not at that level. No, it's, it's basically all the, all the volunteers or the, the crazy people, I call them, that help out at the track. And yeah. Make it work, make it fine, and, and you know, we're in from there. Oh, full power to them, man. That's, that's impressive when you, you see anything from Holland, and then, like I say, I look back and see a lot of things that were even professional back in the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, we, like, if I look back at it, and even with Boss and, and uh, Aryan, we worked a lot on the tracks that ourselves. Right, oh, yeah, okay, just, like your local tracks. Local tracks. What was your, Oz? Was Oz, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. we went there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We went there for a couple yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we spent a lot of time there building the jumps, and they gave us like a free hand, and we had the keys to the tracks. So right, I think that's did. what, during when we was there for the Worlds, we went, I think we went yeah. and opened the track, and we just saw one in session, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, we did an open session there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why we, we did a lot of riding, but still we did do the practices at, at night with the gate and stuff. Why do you think the Dutch are always so good, just because of that, because of that structured... I think it basically it starts off with the structure, and, and everybody learns how to ride a bike when they're like, you know, all that pedaling around in everyday old. life yeah. helps, you think? Yeah, it helps Just, you. Yeah. And then, of course. You don't see many obese people in Holland, do you? Nope. Everybody's lean. Uh, it get, we'll get in, we're getting there, but yeah. a few. But everybody's lean because, like, all the kids here, when they're 16, they, they get a car and drive to school. But back home, you have to be, well, 17 now, you can get a driver's license. But still, everybody, most kids go on, 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 the, on the bikes to school, you see electric bikes. Did you always ride your bike to school yeah. back in the day? train or, or at least by bike, yeah. Even yeah, when I've been in Holland and the odd parties here and there, 
You go to the nightclub and everyone yeah. rolls up on their bike. Yeah. Pretty cool, actually, because you're uh, not drink driving, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, Everybody, that's yeah. the, the basic thing, you know, to, to just roll your bike around. Yeah, until yeah. you're 18, 19 years old or even older because it's expensive to, to buy a car and all No one really steals anybody's bike and stuff, do they? Uh, they do, but yeah. most of them steal them back or get... Yeah, just grab the next <laughs> one, right? I mean, I see those pictures and stuff in Amsterdam with like thousands of bikes, millions yeah. of bikes some places. Yeah, most of the time at the, at the train stations and stuff like that, you see a bunch of bikes they left there or locked up or, yeah. Yeah. We so you like think that I all think helps? Have, yeah, all all helps, helps with the BMX. So everyone's just it's a pedaling bike country yeah, pedaling into bike country. I think we yeah. have more bikes than we have uh, uh, people living in wow. the Netherlands. Everyone's racing cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't know about that, but yeah. And and then like you say, the structure things. You know, it's not like uh, when you show up. Oh, here's a bike. You get a, some expert just riding you around three laps, and oh, good luck. Mm -hmm. um, no, you you get taken up every. Week, 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 and week, and now you get learned how to take the jumps, improve, and and people work with you all the time. So I think that's the basis, uh, and the basics you you, you get from. Uh, for you guys were serious even back in the day. I mean, uh, we were jokers. Obviously, you guys probably laughed at us just the stuff we didn't uh, off track stuff and that. But you guys were like, you know, all your crew. But in racing, there's there's people that didn't make the main from Holland, but were still fast as heck and could have won the mains. You know, like it was. All you guys were fast down the first straight, like say Ariel, yeah. he was fast down the first yeah. straight, you know, it's like hard to beat down the first yeah. straight, you know. So, so many fast dudes, you know, yeah. And uh, yeah, I can say for, for you, um, yeah, from right at the start and, and nationals and Europeans, it's like the same dude you like, you probably on the gate for the world, it's like, oh my god, him, Bass again, Wilco again. It's like, yeah, it's not like normal, so yeah. you don't look at them no more, you know, that's a competition and it's hard to beat those guys, yeah. You just keep trying and and watching now, watching, I was watching the Euros this year, and I, I always watch Euros and Worlds and just you know, always full of French and and Dutch. Like the guy that won junior at the Worlds this year, never heard of him. Just some typical looking Dutch guy, you know, just like, so is he potentially the, what, what's his name? Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I forgot his name too, but he was, uh, I think he already got second in Belgium. Okay. At the Worlds in, okay. in was it 16, I think. And then Doris's son as well, obviously Doris's he looks son. fast. So yeah, it seems fast. like you've got some new kids coming through, right? Yeah. And, and that's always, they have a tough age group again. So you yeah. can tell if they, back home, if they have like three, four guys, uh, racing together they're mm -hmm. like, it's all tough so and and they 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 most of the time do good then because they always have a have a bell going on yeah uh, from a young age on so they know how to race it's not like okay it's an, it's an easy win so you know do a gate and then lead the rest of the lap and make it easy on yourself no you really have to go go for it until the finish line and i think that helps a lot mm -hmm. and then you've had to do it at your nationals and then international races and then that helps out a lot why do you think uh, Smolders, Laura Smolders, and uh, Kimmen are so fast? What What's your thoughts on those two? Laura, just because she's got good skills as well. Yeah. And she's got the combination of skills and power. Mm -hmm. So she's strong on the first rate, and and she obviously's got enough skills and good skills to to do jumping stuff on the on the supercross uh, supercross tracks. Yeah. Kimmon is unbelievable how he does it. Um, obviously, he needs lane eight or room on the first straight. It's a short straight. He's struggling a little bit more but yeah when he's got room his, his acceleration like third fourth pedal it's, it's so amazing yeah yeah after the, seems like he has a good attitude as well doesn't yeah, he yeah. been out here so i've seen him a little bit at the track and stuff i met him a few times before that but it seems a really nice down-to-earth guy you know so yeah I think it's a, when he won the olympics and did how was the media and stuff like back home did you was he kind of yeah. everywhere or yeah, he was all over the, the yeah. two weeks after uh, well you have to ask him uh, but yeah. he was on, on tv uh, a few times did it help bmx with all the olympic success i wouldn't say not really that much you know the kids get into it a little bit more yeah uh, but it, it's with faces because it's, it's only couple of weeks before the olympics they get the attention mm -hmm. and then a couple of weeks after when they do good yeah uh, then it kind of phases it out fades, a bit. fades out away and it's only on one focused on on the person not on the sport obviously football still the big thing there in turn soccer yeah soccer. i i i skate uh what's speed skating speed speaking? skating that's pretty yeah. big there right that's, that's pretty big too um then you know different sports athletics because mm -hmm. we got a they, they try to do a good structure um, on the sports, uh, the Olympic Committee supports mm -hmm. basically a, a lot of sports where there's chances for medals. Yeah. So they've got a, a really good infrastructure uh, 
for that. So they do that and they, su they support like uh, Laura, uh, Nick uh -huh. and uh, a few other guys. If you do good, uh, you you, uh, you get an A A level and you get uh, support from that and you get B level, you get support from that. So mm -hmm. they, they, they try to pick it up and we get a good infrastructure and, and support. Yeah, well, I, I think the rest of the world can 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 watch and learn anything from Dutch Dutch BMX. You guys have always been good, continue to be good. And uh, it just seemed like, I don't know, I used to love going to Holland. It was just always fun. Good racing, nice people. Yeah, good you people. Know? Yeah, and, and, well, Maybe not so much on the frikandels. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, slag iron. I mean, we all ask, you know, me and the boys when we're talking and reminiscing, it always goes back to Holland, something that happened in Holland, you know, just yeah, always. I think with, with Garrett and yeah. being there, uh, organizing some good races from early on, mm -hmm. like was always a phenomenal race. Yeah. Everybody came to that one. They were, they I mean, were King the of Dirt, race. the atmosphere, yeah. it was just everybody camping. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it, and then he got some TV coverage as well, mm -hmm. a couple of races. So yeah, it was, it was amazing. And then, it got over to France. The indoors in France were always good too. Yeah, tours I was watching last week. There was a couple of days ago. There was one last week, and still same atmosphere. And the crowd get into it. The riders are, you know, back out on the track. Sylvain and um, Jeremy. Yeah, just back in the middle of the track after they got first and second. And the crowd are going crazy. I'm like, man, France is rad, isn't it? Yeah, you know. Yeah, they keep they yeah. do a good job too. Like yeah. with their infrastructure and the, and the clubs they got going with the trainers there as well. So they're trying to get a good uh, infrastructure there as well. Yeah, yeah. No, and no, no. Obviously, Olympics uh, in uh, 2024 going to France. So there. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to to seeing how that all that pans out. I'm sure it'll be amazing. Just oh, yeah. being in France, the the atmosphere alone, it'll be like probably the soccer World Cup or something. Yeah, I, can put, I don't say soccer, I say football to you, you get it. Yeah, I uh, know. <laughs> let's, um, while we're slowly starting to wrap this up, what, because um, I, like, I like reminiscing and, and talking stats. So, like I said, so many great riders from Holland. Who do you think is the, give me some, you can't really say who's the goat of Holland, but some of the best riders throughout the years in Holland who've impressed you. Obviously, Kimman is the man now. Kimman is right now and Laura. Uh, um, but let's go back a little bit. I think Kimman... Uh, I think Robert DeWille. Robert DeWille did yeah, he, he was a big only, impact on a lot, a lot of the new school, probably yeah, right? Yeah, on the new school. Yeah, writers, yeah. And, and I think he's the only one that really moved to the US and, and yeah. raised really and lived over here in the US. Mm -hmm. and obviously, before that, you had Boss, mm -hmm. Boss the Bever, Wilco Groenendaal. They were, they were, they were good riders. Yeah, Wilco, what, why didn't the Dutch really ever come out here? You guys are just homely people. You take school more serious. You got to ask Dan, but I yeah. think Wilco was uh, homesick a little bit. Yeah. And Boss, I don't know why. He, I think he went a little bit more into mountain bike at yeah. a certain time. Because uh, it was hard back then because there was hardly any money. Yeah. Uh, down there. But no, Wilco no could have made it out here. He could have been on the same deal as Levesque, you know, same kind of, you know, yeah, result-wise. Yeah. Was how good he was. I don't know what why Wilco didn't. Yeah. Do well, he always had a good sponsor, didn't he? he had like yeah. outside sponsorship, didn't he? And then he probably got married to Tina early, didn't he? Yeah. So he probably never really, yeah, never never worked out. But I mean, damn it, he could have done good here. Oh, he could have done good here. I yeah. mean, he beat me and Jamie and and all of us and all, yeah. all those guys that did good. I think he had a little bit of injury as we moved into the mid nineties, but early nineties he was lightning oh, was, fast. Yeah. You know, it was kind of unbeatable. Yeah, then. it really was. I mean, unbelievable. Who else? Who else? In, you know, even some of the amateurs. There was some great. In the 80s and 90s, some good yeah, young yeah. Dutch riders. and yeah, some good. Yuri van Benes was... Yeah, yeah. Person. Another guy, I think, if he'd have stuck around yeah. in, in Superclass. I mean, he didn't even do Superclass, did he? No. But no. I think he'd have jumped right in there, wouldn't he? Yeah. He was, you know? he was fast already. Yeah. So he, he had a good time there. And yeah, of course, all the people that were on the AMF team. Mm -hmm. Nico Doos mm -hmm. uh, back then. Uh, and then before that, you had uh, Phil Hogendoren. Phil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Van der Ven, All those guys, uh, yeah. Zuyle. Yes. So, yeah, you had a whole bunch of, of people, even, you know, that didn't even make it into Superclass or, or later age on, on uh, mm -hmm. Expert. Yeah, some, some great amateurs. Yeah, there was, yeah. It was the Dutch guy below me. He won the Euros a few times on Hutch. Um, blonde guy, Mark Wentink. Wentink. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was good too. Yeah. So he was racing. He was the same age as Jurgen van Melis. Yes, yes. So they were racing, always racing together back then. You have Dennis Wissink was uh, mm -hmm. good. Um, yeah, so many people. So many, weren't they? Good stuff. Let's uh, so let's let's bring it up to speed. What you're up to nowadays, Jorg? I know you've been coaching a little bit here and there, on and off. You said you've kind of slowed that down, but I'd always see at the grands and stuff. And yeah. I know you you've had, always had some. You've not really been involved in the Dutch Federation too much, have no, you? Just kind of done your much. own thing, right? Yeah, do my own thing. Um, 
after GT, uh, like slow 2002, 2003, slow years, and then uh, went up with the Kruppi team with Pete uh, Phillips. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 the Kruppi, didn't you? Yeah, the Kruppi stats, so we did that. That was a good team in Europe, wasn't it? Yeah. Martin Scherpen. Martin Scherpen, yeah. and so I, I did that come in the background a little bit, of course, Pete, and, uh, you know, he, he was organizing that stuff, and then, you know, I was getting all the bikes and the parts and what everybody needed, so a little bit more in the background, like I'm always... You was probably one of the most connected guys in Holland at the time, because you'd been out here so much, you'd, yeah. you knew everybody. Knew everybody. Yeah. Um, so we did that, and we did that for a couple of years until 2011, 2000. 12, I think, yeah, 2011, and uh, of course, do, did some in, individual training with the people, with the skippers guys, mm -hmm. uh, trained those. Um. He's starting to do all right, isn't he? Yeah, Jay. Yeah, yeah, so he's mm -hmm. starting to climb up the ladder a little bit, isn't yeah. he? And that's good so to see. All, he, it was always small for his age, yeah. he was always struggling. Because uh, the, the younger brother, was it younger or older he was brother? The younger. Yeah, the three brothers, Nick. And but one of the Jordy. brothers was really Jordy. successful, what, Jordy. Jordy? Yeah, he used to yeah. win a lot of worlds and stuff, yeah. didn't he, Europeans and that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Jay was always the small guy, but he, yeah. he worked always on his technique back yeah. in the day. And, you know, everything else you can work on later. later yeah, age, yeah, you know. he stuck with it. It's not he's too good, it, so, Yeah, she's still in there. So, and then he yeah, worked on the individual, helped out some individuals, uh, individual persons, trying yeah. to get them on the, on the ladder, you know, the people that basically didn't just make it on the national team, but still wanted to ride and, and try to get, mm -hmm. get there, so I helped them out. Um, and yeah, did that uh, basically for the last 10, 15 years or so as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, still Helped fun. out some uh, American uh, riders as well. Mm -hmm. So this helped out the drivers. He got uh, ABA girl number one when the, the year she won. What's her name? Uh, Katja Schreiber and Escher Schreiber. The two sisters. The two sisters. They were good, weren't they? Yeah. Are they still the racing? Sisters, no, they're not racing no more. I think Escher picked it up. I saw on Instagram right by that she was picking up the bike again. So we did that. Uh, Peter Choate, uh, Elizondo. What's he it changed his name? Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Peter's still good though. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah, racing, yeah. So I helped him out. Yeah. But he he wasn't ready yet for to be yeah it looks like he's, gro he's grown bit. now though and yeah. he's obviously been in the gym so there's yeah. a lot so of potential a little bit more yeah yeah so uh, and then ronnie kim helped him out a little oh, bit okay cool make the transfer and from his technique from being fast to working on his technique no i give him credit i've talked about him before because obviously won everything as a kid and then obviously then um the new rival came in um what's his name the guy from vegas yeah that I know what you mean. beat him this year at the worlds uh, yeah Anyway, so he, he slowly got beat a little bit, but I see that's where you normally see the guy that's won forever disappear. But I see Ronnie Kim, he's, he's, he's still in there yeah. and I've seen him around. And, yeah, I was a little yeah. bit involved in that, in that transformation. Frederick uh, Kate. Kate, yeah. Cedric Kate. Cedric Kate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I helped him out a little bit in, in that transfer, uh, I think just before COVID 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously just coming out once a year doesn't make it, makes it hard. But yeah. I helped him out at the Worlds in Belgium. Uh, in 2019, I think, and then mm -hmm. came out just before Grands, and you know, trying to work with him. So he knew he needed to trans make the transfer. Yeah. So he worked on that a lot, and, and yeah, props for him too. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, I'm sure he'll be, yeah. end up being a good pro in the next couple of years if he continues to to stick with it because he's a strong dude and big dude, and yeah, yeah. Got a lot of yeah. experience behind him. But props to him. Um, still riding bikes yourself? A little bit of mountain biking, you're saying? Mountain bike, uh, road bike, mm -hmm. a little bit, and here a little bit gravel too. Uh, is gravel big in Holland? Mm, it's getting there. Is it's it? getting bigger in, in Europe now. Right, but cross-country mountain bikes always been big, hasn't it? Yeah, cross-country, because we don't have mountains, so it's all cross-country. Bart Bringers, right? Uh, Bart is it, Bringers. Is it like yeah. win the uh, Olympics, Olympics twice? Uh, yeah. I see he does the announcing with Rob Warner on, yeah, on, uh, on the, the Red cross-country. Yeah, he, he does that. So. Uh, and then you had Cyclocross. Is them okay, obviously, yeah. yeah. In, in well, you got that road guy, at Van der Poel. Van der is Poel, it? yeah, my chief Van der Poel. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's doing all kinds of, of, uh, of bike riding. Yeah. BMX, but. So yeah, yeah, you guys have always been good at Cyclocross. Yeah, when I've watched that. So yeah, Dutch Belgium, Belgium guys, yeah. The Dutch guys, yeah. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, cool, York. It was, uh, I think we kind of breezed through a lot of it, but always... Well, I love talking about Dutch history, you know, because I, I studied all you guys, you know, it was like, and I, I, I like going there and the, all my rivals were Dutch, you know. Yeah, I know yeah. we had always had a good connection with yeah. the English. And the yeah, we're always friends, weren't we? And so we went, out and, yeah. went on that first trip to America and we just kind of all experienced at the same time eating donuts and, yeah. you know, MBL gates and, yeah, you know. Yeah, used to that. Yeah, yeah, just everything was so new and different and 
excite buffets, you know. Yeah, just, buffets, yeah. all you can eat buffets. All you can eat buffets. Like we all had that same um, yeah, experience at the same time. So I think that's why we all, always like to laugh and joke about that. Uh, cool. Any any final words or anything, Jorg? No? No, not really. All yeah, of course, you know, you want to thank my parents for backing up, backing me up all the time and, and making it possible. And uh, then of course all my friends here and TC Robert, it's, you know, always when I'm here, they take care of me and uh, yeah. hang out and come by. So that's you got good. still some good connections here, aren't you? You're yeah. always going to come here, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Some... trying to meet up and then yeah. you know, keep connected. And, and yeah. yeah, we always had a good time, and, and you know, it's 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 always been good. And you know, being here, you know, one of the few uh, amateurs that race here mm -hmm. uh, more than once. So, yeah, you know, a lot of people... I know you don't like talking about your success, but so how many Europeans, how many national European and world titles do you have? I don't know about the national. Not not that many, I think. I don't even know. European, four or five, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know. World titles, four. Well, if you count, just just one official world title and everything else was just challenge classes. Doesn't, no, 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 no. <laughs> it counts. I disagree with the new school that are saying that that stuff don't count. It counts. So four. Everybody was there. Yeah. So no, I get four. The best one was the, the first one in Waterford Oaks. With, yeah. Oh, to win in America as well. Yeah. yeah. In America. And then the last one back again in America. Yeah. Uh, so your last one was Kentucky, right? Kentucky. You did, okay. Yeah. That was your. Was yeah. Good, good places to win, you know? Yeah. Couldn't so, say no one was there. So. No, no, it's, it's especially in America, you know. Uh, well, cool. You're great chatting. Enjoyed that. And uh, let's go and have some lunch. Yeah, thanks for the invite. No problem. That was Doing fun. Good job, uh, Dale. All this uh, podcast. So keep it up. All right, definitely. And if your mom and dad still got them videos, we're going to need to, need to get them digi digital yeah, digitalized. You're a smart guy. You can work it out. Yeah, You've probably got some gold there to watch. Too much work. Oh, you can do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jörg. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.